Hello and welcome to the Firewords podcast. What have you been doing this week, Dan? As you know, Jen, we opened for submissions a few weeks ago, so we've been very busy working our way through those, which is always an exciting time, not knowing what you're going to discover. And today we're going to talk about something that's come up that we've noticed in quite a few submissions, so we thought it would be a, a good thing to talk about today. Yeah, we're going to talk about what we call overwriting. That's really writing that's too detailed and so loses its effect. So overwriting, most commonly we see that when people are writing about setting and just they get so in-depth about the setting that um, you can really picture it in your head but it's not moving the story forward at all. Or they overwrite about character. Not so much in the way of over-describing the character traits that make the person who it is because that's all relevant. By this I mean more they over-describe every reaction that the character does. They make a cup of coffee, how much, how many millimetres of milk they pour in, things like that. <laughs> Obviously there's a flip side to this, which is not going into enough detail, which we also see in writing. Um, it's also something that should be avoided, but this is not what we're going to focus on in this podcast. Yeah, there's quite a few elements that make up overwriting. And in fact, we wrote an article about this uh, a while ago, which is probably a good place to go if you want the whole overview and you'll find that at firewords.co.uk forward slash overwriting. And that goes into the, all the detail of what we class as overwriting. But today we're going to focus just on um, really using too much detail, which is a tricky thing because I think at school you get taught a lot, you know, detail and description is good. And then obviously it is in some cases, but um, you really need to be careful of how much you give. Jen, as well as finding this in the submissions we've been reading, you've also been noticing this in your own writing as well when you've been editing your own stuff, haven't you? Yeah, so I've noticed overwriting in my own novel as well, but as of yet, it's still going through the editing process. So it's a work in progress. It's by no way complete. The first draft was very rough. I've since been trying to bring it to life and extend it, which is good, but I'm not always picking the right parts to extend, like I'm doing everything and it's kind of making the story lose its arc. I think it's tricky, isn't it, to know when to add, where to add detail or where to just try and keep the story moving. It depends on what kind of stage you're at. So at the moment, it's just kind of trying to make everything vivid and everything jump out. Then what my next stage is going to be, we'll be going back and trying to make sure that I'm cutting back again so that the parts that I want to stand out do stand out. At the moment, it's just all too much. If I am writing a description in chapter one, then I come to another description in chapter five. If they're too similar and like in the same vein, they're just boring. They're just absolutely boring. But when you write it at the time, you don't realise that. So it's all a case of editing and going back over it. And in a novel, novels are too long for you to retain perspective of what you're supposed to cut out as you go along. Like, I'm going to need your help when you read my novel, Dan. <laughs> you should see his face right now, people. It's a picture. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but in short stories, 
I'm going to tentatively say that it's even more important to avoid overwriting because you've got less time in a short story to get away with things. Like You can cover things up in a novel. Like If you do too much description in one place, you could try and bring it back somewhere else by making it really engaging. Yeah, in a novel you've really got the time to you know build setting and atmosphere, haven't you? But those things are also important in a short story, but you really have to make them even more succinct, which is why it's so difficult in a short story. Yeah, you're totally laid bare. It's not an easy feat. It's something that, you know, as editors, we would look at and think, yep, the writer's not achieved it, therefore we can't publish it. But we no way think that it's easy. You can just click your fingers and do it because, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's definitely one of the skills of short story writing, getting that balance exactly right. So I guess just from what we've read and what I've been experiencing recently too, we really just wanted to have this podcast to... Confirm and underline the importance of editing. No matter how great a writer you are and how great your first draft appears, you need to get, in the first stage, everything written down. Get it all down, get it all out of your head and be as vivid as possible. But then, after you've done that, it's not going to have a good arc. It's not going to have a good flow. It's going to be bogged down with overwriting nine times out of ten. Well done if you're that one in ten lucky person who can just do it. But, you know, mostly you need to step back after the first writing and then choose where you're going to cut back. I think that distance is important as well, because when you're writing it, you don't know really, you know, you're in the flow of writing. You don't know how it's going to go when you read back through it. So that distance and stepping away from it really helps. When you come back to it, you can really see which bits are a bit slow and which bits are maybe feeling a bit cold. You know, there's no atmosphere. I think as well it's letting someone else read your work because you can get so involved in it. I mean, stepping back does help a lot, but at times, no matter how much we do step back, we still just love our stories and we love all these stupid little bits that nobody else cares about and we can't see that we need to just take them out. So letting someone else read your story and getting their feedback and acting on it, even if you don't 100% agree with it, Again, this is hard, but it's worth it. So, yep, the point of the podcast as well was just because it's stuff that we'd seen and experienced, it's to to hopefully just like refresh your memory of things that I'm sure you already know. We don't think we're telling you anything new here at all, but just it's always good to get these wee refreshers. So when you're submitting to the next magazine and the next submission round that comes over, you'll just have it fresh in your mind. So we've talked a bit about how getting this wrong can affect the pace or the arc of your story, but what does that really mean when um, when you're writing? How does that? How can you think about that as you're going through the story? What do you think, Jim? I think in general, this is again a generalisation, but for short stories, the majority of the description that we're talking about here of either setting or character actions to kind of set the scene, just like I just said it there, just to set the scene. So it should really predominantly be at the start of the story to draw the reader into the story, but then give the characters a platform on which to stand and then for the action to occur. So you've set everything up, then you need the action. Yeah, you really need to get into engaging the reader quickly, don't you? Mm -hmm. You can't really mess around at the start. You need to really quickly get to the point and grab them. I think this is maybe very difficult, especially when you're doing like a fantasy because you're Mm. trying to describe 
like this fantastical world and you know the reader doesn't know it so you're wanting to describe it so they can picture it in their head which is fine up to a point but then if your whole piece is just describing an alternative world the plot isn't really going anywhere yeah that's a great example i think if you if you give too much focus to any part of your story then something else suffers so if you spend a lot of time writing about the setting your plot suffers and the pace suffers if you don't give any kind of setting then your plot might be great but then the reader's not really they're not engaged with it and they don't really know they don't have a sense of what they're reading, so it's really tricky to get the balance. Yeah, we've not we've not got any great answers for you here. It's just again to just hold a wee bit of our red flag up and just say, you know, keep watching, keep working on it. Yeah, and just before we wrap up, I just want to say that we're not expecting all stories to be the same, and we don't want the same arc, and we don't want this, you know, all to fit into a nice little box. Every story's unique and every writer's got their own voice. So we're, we're really talking in general terms here. But it's just something to think about as you're moving forward with your writing. And yep, feel free to tweet us or email us any ideas you have about just like expanding on this, like where we could go. Because as I'm, we've covered in depth, I am as in need as help. As, I, I am in as... I am in need. <laughs> I am as in need of help as anyone out there with this particular problem. Yeah, and if you've got any other topics you want us to talk about, please get in touch. Email us at info at firewords.co.uk or on Twitter at firewordsmag. I'll wrap up there. Thanks for listening. And see you I next want to have the last word because. You're annoying. <laughs> because Dan's been badgering me about overwriting, so it's like overwriting, overspeaking. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. That's definitely not a new problem you have, Jen. <laughs> Last word. <laughs> <laughs>